Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own pet business. Welcome to another solo episode. It's been about two months since I launched my online store on Wear, Wag, Repeat, and I thought I would give you guys an update on everything that I've done and the next phases that I'm going through to sort of take it to the next level. So if you uh, listened to the first solo episode I released about the store, it was released about a month ago, uh, around August 1st, or I guess that was two months ago. Um, That is when I first launched my online store. And so you might want to go back and listen to that episode. And then you can come back here and sort of see what kind of progress I've made. So today I'm going to be talking about print on demand how I evaluate what's sold and what hasn't sold to strategize moving forward. Finally, able to integrate Shopify with Instagram. That's a big topic I'm going to go over. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about press and how I am trying to get some media coverage through print magazines and influencers. But before we dive into this episode, I just want to remind you that I love seeing reviews pop up on iTunes. I just can't get enough of it. And I know that people are listening to this podcast because, well, I can see how many episodes have been downloaded each month. But I also see the wonderful screenshots that you share on Instagram. So if you're listening to this episode while you're walking the dog or cleaning the house or commuting to work, Take a selfie or take a screenshot of the screen and share it on Instagram, tagging me at tmystic. And if you've already done that, then please go on iTunes or Google Play and leave a review for this show. It would mean the world to me, and it would also help me book some even bigger and better guests than I've had in the past. So thank you in advance for that. Okay, so let's dive into the meat here. Uh, I launched my store on August 1st, and today is October 9th as I'm recording this. (laughs) So it has been almost exactly two months since I launched the store. And I've learned a lot. I've been very busy. I've put a ton of time and energy into it. Um, Launching an online store is definitely not something that you want to do if you don't have any spare time because it requires a lot of time and there's also a lot of that like shiny object syndrome which I am a huge victim of whenever I see something really cool I get very easily distracted and I'll go down a rabbit hole looking at oh I don't know how to make die cut stickers for my store or something like that that's not necessarily always the best use of time Um, but one thing that has been a great use of time is exploring print-on-demand merchandise. So I've covered this in other podcast episodes. Um, I talked about it with Megan Rose of Gal's Best Friend. We also talked about it on um, episode three, which was a long time ago. Um, If you want to go back in the archives and and listen to some other episodes, we do talk about print-on-demand. It is, if you're not familiar with what it is, it is basically creating uh, mock-ups of sayings or artwork on different products and then working with a manufacturer who only prints them when they are ordered, so they're printed on demand. And then generally, that manufacturer will take care of fulfillment of your order. 
So this is wonderful for a lot of reasons. Um, if you are going to make something like t-shirts, which is what I am venturing into, uh, you don't, never really know like what size people are going to want to order. I used to work for a local chamber of commerce and we had limited edition t-shirts made every year and I would get everyone's orders for their sizes but then inevitably we would be left over with a bunch of random things for XL and extra small and even some larges in there. We would always have leftover merchandise and then you also have to store the merchandise. So with print-on-demand manufacturing you can create things with very little risk. You're not going to be wasting resources, but you're also not going to be wasting storage space or a whole lot of money on having your products made before you know if people want them or not. Um, so there's a bunch of different places that you can go to 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 do this. Um, I actually have a friend who has a company called Nuvango, and they're based in Toronto, and they make everything themselves there. Shout out to Dawn. <laughs> She's also a dog mom, and I'm working with her on some of my print-on-demand items. There's also other sites you can use like Printful, um, I think Printify is one of them. Basically, any play on the word print is usually a site that's going to make things for you. Um, there's one called Printed Mint. There's a bunch of different sites that you can go to. And what's really cool is that most of these integrate directly with your Shopify store. So if you listen to my other solo episode, uh, I talked about why I went with Shopify. And um, besides the huge snafu of not integrating with my Instagram account, which I've now fixed, which I'll get into in a few minutes. Um, besides that, I've been pretty happy with it. Um, it is it is very easy to figure out how to change things and change settings. Um, one of the things I wasn't sure about before I launched was how I was going to handle shipping. Uh, and I just felt like it was one of those things I had to experience a few times around in order to get the hang of it and now it's really easy for me to ship things uh, and I have figured out how to charge people and how to what kind of boxes and envelopes and stuff I need so that's been that's been really wonderful um, and so a lot of these print-on-demand companies will also c integrate with your Shopify store so you almost don't really have to do very much. Um, basically how it works is you go into whatever service you choose to use, you design your products, and then you integrate it with Shopify, and then you go on your Shopify site and you will make the products available on all of your different points of sale. So it could be on your website, on Facebook, on Instagram, etc. And then um, People can just buy those products. It'll show up in your store. It'll look like all your other products. You can control what images. You can totally control the description. You don't have to really let your customers know that it's a print-on-demand item for all they know. It's something that you have stacks and stacks of inventory lying around. These print-on-demand companies are also really quick in how fast they turn things around. So your customer really is not going to have any sort of negative experience from you using a company like this. Um, these companies will print things in just a matter of a few days and then ship them out to your customers. A lot of the companies will also let you do custom packaging that ties into your brand so you can make it even more seamless. And that is what I am working on doing. So right now I have um, two t-shirt designs and then I also have a phone case and my wheels are turning with like all sorts of other ideas like a notebook or a desktop calendar, uh, maybe like a little pouch, 
there's so many different things. I'm working on designing my own custom print that I'm making as well. Um, but for the first couple of products that I started out with, um, you know, one of one of the main sort of themes of my Wear Wag Repeat shop is that I love to support other dog mom makers. So I really lucked out and I connected with this amazing dog mom. Uh, her name is Serica and her company is called Serica Studios. And she's actually based right here in Pittsburgh. And she's an amazingly creative, talented dog mom. So she does hand lettering designs. Her Instagram account is amazing. And I will link to it on the show notes. I'll link to all these things in the show notes. If you go to wearwagrepeat.com, you can find uh, the podcast page and just look for this episode. Um, so Sarica, I asked her if she'd be interested in doing these hand lettering designs. I had two sort of sayings in mind. I wanted one shirt to say, this is my dog walking outfit. And I wanted another shirt to say dog vibes only. And those two sayings just really resonated with me. Um, I love shirts that say like, I have nothing to wear or this is my fashion show outfit or something like that. I've seen a lot of shirts like that and I always thought they were cute. So I thought it'd be fun to have a dog walking version of that. And Serica just made this amazing design with like leashes incorporated into the words and it's colorful and cute and um and it's wonderful i just love it then she also created something for me called um the, the dog vibes only design and for that one i had some ideas about having like little pause sort of in like the praise emoji like hands up with like the little little triangles shooting off of them. I thought it would be super cute and um, it also really ties in with my whole brand philosophy. Um, dog vibes are vibes that I consider to be really positive and playful and full of love because that's what dogs are to me. Um, so when I say dog vibes only, it means that I only want that kind of positivity and love and light and playfulness surrounding me in my life. So that design actually worked out perfectly to be a phone case. And so now it's going to be available as a t-shirt and a phone case. So that's really fun. And that's the fun thing about print on demand is that you can, once you have a finished design, you can then apply it to tons and tons of products. Um, one thing that I did experience, you know, I had these two ideas in my mind and I, I hired Serica and paid her to create this artwork. One thing that I didn't really realize until later is that the, the design that says, this is my dog walking outfit, can really only be used as a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie or something like that. But it's kind of limited in the products that it can be applied to. Whereas dog vibes only could be used as a coffee mug, a phone case, a t-shirt, uh, a laptop case, uh, a tote bag. Did I mention that? It could be all sorts of things. So I think if you are looking to get into the print on demand marketplace and um, integrate it into your Shopify store or your site in some way, I would recommend thinking of a design that's going to have a lot of different applications because it will just open you up to a lot of different products and making more money off of them. So um, that's something to, to for me to think about moving forward. Um, now, speaking of moving forward and strategizing and all that kind of stuff, it's really important, it's been important to me to review sort of what is selling well and what isn't selling well. Sometimes I think 
as a, a retailer or as a small business, we want to pursue the things that we want to pursue. Um, that's why I have my own business because I want to do things my way. But what I want and the products that I came up with in my mind are not necessarily the ones that are going to sell really well to other people. Um, so sometimes it works out like with my puppy breath candle that has been a major big seller and I'm really hoping that it sells a lot for the holidays because it's just a wonderful neutral scent uh, and the name puppy breath is super duper cute. Um, so I think I've definitely sold the most of the puppy breath candle out of any of the products. I started with just like four products really in the store so that I could test out and, and make sure that I understood the shipping and all of the technical stuff. I wanted to start really small so that I felt comfortable in what I was doing. So, um, you know, so it's, it's hard to say that the puppy breath candle sold so much better than everything else because there was really only four things that I was selling, but it did. Um, the one thing that really didn't sell at all was the chocolate chunk cookie <laughs> bandana and that was something that I was hand making myself and I I actually did a whole bunch of different trial runs of this bandana to get it perfect it's a collar sleeve style so that it slips on to a collar it doesn't tie around the neck and I really put a lot a lot a lot of work into making this bandana perfect and I haven't sold any of them so that's something that's kind of interesting, um, and it makes me think that I should be creating things on demand maybe a little bit more. I created nine of those bandanas, um, and I was actually planning on creating 18, but I just stopped at nine for some reason, and I'm glad I did because that would have sort of been a waste of time to make a whole bunch of extras. So maybe I'll be able to use those bandanas as... Um free gifts for influencers or something like that. I'm going to have to do something with my inventory that's just lying around here. Um, but moving forward, that gives me a lot to, um, to use a lot of information and data to utilize as I develop my content, um, or my products. I'm so used to creating content, but for this store, I'm creating products and now I have a much better idea of what to continue with. So I want to definitely continue with the candles and I have a fall scent that actually just released called Wet Noses. And then I have a holiday scent that's going to be coming out at the beginning of November called Fur Baby. And for that one, I actually pulled my Instagram followers to help me pick the name. So I'm excited to see if using that kind of um, crowdsourced naming contributes to sales um, since people were more invested in the naming process and um, some people suggested the name Fur Baby and that's what I ended up using. I'm hoping that those people end up buying and that their friends end up buying as well. Um, I'm also going to be using more crowdsourcing sort of testing of names and products and stuff on Instagram. I'm working on these poop bag holders that clip onto your leash with a dog mom maker out in California. And we have two different phrases that we're considering putting on the bags. And I'm going to pull my audience to see which one they like better. I'm already leaning in one direction, but I think by getting my audience involved, they're going to be more invested in the process and get more excited about buying the product when it does become available. So that's um, that's just something that I'm testing out in terms of my products and, and sort of seeing what's popular so far. Um, now, one of the biggest things, speaking of Instagram, 
If you listened to my last solo episode about the shop, it was a major, major downer that I could not get my Shopify store to integrate with Instagram. Now, you might have seen other people doing this where they have the little shopping bag and tagged products on their posts. You can only do that through Shopify, and I think BigCommerce is maybe the other one that you can do it through, but you can't um, you can't just do that if you don't have one of those kinds of accounts. And so that's kind of like the whole reason why I signed up for Shopify and then I couldn't get the freaking thing to work. It drove me crazy. I am not even exaggerating when I say that almost every day for the past two months, I have tried to get this integration to work. <clears throat> And then all of a sudden, I had a light bulb go off just a few days ago. The main problem when I was getting this integration to work, every time I went on Instagram, it it said that my that my account was not a business account, but it is a business account. That was BS. <laughs> and then I'd go over to Facebook and it would say, yeah, you have a business account. And Shopify would say, no, you don't have a business account. And it was just infuriatingly frustrating because it was so much like he said, she said, basically between Facebook and Shopify. And so since the whole problem was getting integrated with my Facebook page, I had this idea the other day, what if I just delete my Facebook page and create a new one and link my Instagram account to a new Facebook page that would be fresh and new and wouldn't have any of these problems that this whole thing is based off of. So I took it a step further and I realized I didn't have to delete my existing Facebook page. I just set up a new one. So I set up a new Facebook page that's just called Wear Wag Repeat Shop and I connected it to my Instagram account and then I logged into Shopify and I went to my Instagram point of sale and tried to integrate it and slowly but surely over the course of a few hours it all came together. I could not believe it. I was so excited when this happened. <laughs> I have been working for two months to try and get this integration to happen and then the solution was just so simple. So if you're having difficulties similar to the challenges that I was going through, just try setting up a new Facebook page. Um, I know for me personally, I wasn't that worried about even deleting my existing Facebook page. I have about 700 fans there and it really doesn't drive very much traffic for me to anything at all. I, I really, um, I know Facebook is wonderful for a lot of people and a lot of businesses, but it just doesn't do anything for me, partially because I don't like being on there at all, ever. <laughs> so if you're not cultivating an audience, it's obviously not going to just cultivate itself. Um, so I w really wasn't that worried about deleting my Facebook page, but it turned out I didn't even have to, I just set up a new one. Um, so that's been really perfect. I've been able to tag products in old posts that I've gone back and edited, and then now I'm gonna be able to tag products moving forward. So when I first launched my store, I really thought that this Instagram integration would drive a lot of sales for me. 
So I'm very, very excited. I haven't really had a chance to test it out too much yet because I've just gone back and edited old posts. I haven't done any new ones, but I'm so excited because I'm a major data nerd. Uh, once I do do a few posts like this, I can't wait to see how many clicks, how many views, how many shares all of these products get. So I need to get busy taking some better photos of my products so that I can share them on Instagram. So, so that's been super duper exciting. Now, another thing that I've been thinking about with my shop, I'm, you know, I started really small, but now I've added more products. So I'm adding these t-shirts that are getting printed on demand, phone cases. Um, I'm also going to have these poop bag holders that someone's making out in California. And I'm trying to think of even more other products that I can add and other products that I can design, like maybe a desktop agenda, weekly agenda. I actually print something out like that for my dog sitter whenever I go out of town. So I thought it would be really cool to have a notepad that other people could have and um, make weekly notes for their dog sitter or dog walker or keep track of medications and things like that. Um, so I'm excited to try out a product like that. Um, and I, and this is how I, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, how I have this like shiny object syndrome. I'm always just getting so many ideas. I would love to, um, create a print. Uh, and I've been kind of doodling literally around with this idea of doing a watercolor Labrador print and then turning that into an all over print on a t-shirt or a bag or a dog bowl or all sorts of things. So, um, I, as you can tell, I'm, I'm really trying to flex my creative muscles. And this has been a really wonderful creative outlet for me to actually create some things and, you know, play with watercolors and play with Photoshop and just have some fun and create some new products. But at the core of it, I am trying to create products that I uh, would personally want in my life or products that are a version of something I already have in my life that's important for me being a dog mom. Um, so now, now that I have all these new products and of course we're gearing up for holiday, God, I, I guess I have to get ready for holiday. <laughs> um, and I have to, that'll be another hurdle to figure out, you know, like when do I put the deadline for shipping for holiday orders? Um, I, I am a little bit worried, um, that I'm going to get a lot of orders and I'm not going to have the inventory. I'm going to have to order candles and wait for them and then ship them out. Um, but that would be a really good problem to have. So I'm trying not to worry about that until it actually happens. Um, fingers crossed. If it does, that would be really wonderful because I'd have a lot of orders. Um, but in order to, to get these orders and all this stuff, I am looking a little bit into some press opportunities. So um, there's a, a pet magazine called Tales Magazine that approached me. They do a holiday gift guide, and I'm going to advertise with them and put my fur baby candle in there. And that magazine goes out to, it's a free magazine, and it goes out to rescues and pet shops and pet events and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and I know some other companies that have been featured in it, like um, Spruce Pup, which is a the travel dog bed that I interviewed Leah, who's one of the creators. I interviewed her on another Wear Wag Repeat podcast episode. I noticed that Spruce Pup was featured in Tales, so I thought that it would also be a good fit 
for me because I love everything that Spruce does. So uh, I can follow in their footsteps. That would be quite all right with me. Um, so I'm looking into press opportunities like that. I'm also going to be sending it around to local magazines because they do a lot of gift guides. And I think they might be inclined to feature a local entrepreneur who is selling handmade products. So that's something to add to my list. Um, and then another thing that I really want to do, obviously I do a lot of influencer work myself. Um, with me being the influencer, but I'd really like to reach out to some of my other favorite dog moms and um, try to do some campaigns with them. Maybe send them some t-shirts or send them these these bandanas that um, nobody's wanted. <laughs> Although maybe sell, sending things that nobody wants is not the greatest strategy, <laughs> um, but they are very, very cute. Um, so anyhow, I, I would love to, to try out the whole Instagram marketing thing. I think that I have so much experience on the influencer side of things. It would be really interesting to work on it from the brand side of things. Um, speaking of influencers and Instagram and all that kind of stuff, I'm also going to team up with some other dog moms for holiday giveaways, um, like a giveaway contest that we are going to do on Instagram. And of course, I'm going to include some of my own products in that giveaway to sort of generate more publicity and more promotion around, around my shop. So that's kind of where I stand now. Um, I would love to hear from you guys if you have any questions about creating your own shop. Every episode on this podcast is a wonderful resource for you if you want to start your own business around your dog. Um, I've interviewed so many interesting people. It's just amazing to me when I look back at all of it. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and please go check out shop.wearwagrepeat.com if you would like to see sort of how I've set things up, what I'm selling, um, what the process is like, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, until next week, I will see you guys around the dog park. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.